Well, hello everybody and welcome. My name is DeCourcy Williams and this is the Uplifting Words Podcast. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening to the sound of my voice and wish you all peace, love, and happiness. So far, how is everybody's week going? How is everybody's day going? I hope you all are having an incredible day, an incredible time. Oops, sorry about that. I hit the wrong thing. (laughs) Ain't nothing like pinging your iPhone when you're sitting here right beside it. So anyway, hope you guys are having an incredible week. Uh, I really do. Amidst all this madness, all of this, uh, all this swirling uncertainty is what I'll call it. Uh, I don't know where you guys are, but where I am, we're hearing reports of coronavirus cases surging. Uh, I think uh, state of the Virginia, uh, Virginia is announcing some new restrictions regarding COVID. I mean, to me, it's just amazing how right now at this particular moment, we have the number of deaths that we do from this virus that we do. We are seeing an uptick in, in cases and hospitalizations. In some states, they are being overwhelmed. Their hospitals, their their hospital workers are exhausted. Uh, They're back to having refrigerated trucks as morgues because the death toll is so high in certain areas uh, at their particular hospitals. Like they don't even have enough room in their morgues. They have to use these refrigerated or these freezer trucks. And right now, our president, Donald Trump, signed an executive order that seeks to block anyone anyone from buying any stock from a Chinese company that his administration deems as being controlled by the government. Um, That, to me, seems like the beginning marks of a dictatorship. When you start to tell people where they can spend their money, how they can spend their money, who they can invest with, especially when his own family members have all kinds of patents, have all kinds of businesses and all other things over there in China. So his family is dealing in China. They're making money. They're making profits. But he just signed an executive order to stop other people from doing so uh, just because they're the administration thinks that they might have or they might be controlled by the Chinese government. I don't know. This is crazy. These are insane, crazy times. And that kind of ties into what I want to talk about in this podcast. I want to talk about outstanding leadership qualities, Um, because right now this country is lacking leadership. The guy sitting in the Oval Office, it seems like he has checked out. I mean, ever since this election and ever since the Biden has been uh, decided to be the president elect, And a bunch of his lawsuit, a bunch of Trump's lawsuits where he tried to sue these states for stopping to counting the mail in ballots or whatever that he's suing them for. A lot of those are being tossed out. They're not even being heard because there's no there's no evidence. There's no basis for even bringing a lawsuit up. The fact of the matter is this president did not take this virus seriously at the beginning, which started the lockdown, which started people not being uh, not feeling safe out in public, which started all of this distrust with government and government entities. So his people, his supporters, they went out and voted on Election Day because they don't see the coronavirus as a big deal. So they were out there probably without masks or whatever. But people who supported Joe Biden, they stayed at home and they mailed their ballots in. Now, Particular states have all kinds of restrictions, like 
the the ballot has to be postmarked by election day, which was like November 3rd. Um, there might have been a couple of extensions granted to certain states or certain cities. But as long as the ballot got in by the specified time, it doesn't matter how long it takes for the state to count them. And for some reason, he's thinking that people are voting after election day. That's not the case. The case is you handled this pandemic so poorly that people that don't support you didn't listen to anything that you had to say. You started talking about injecting light inside the body, disinfectant inside the body. People took it to mean that you were talking about drinking bleach. Uh, he he talked people. Talk, he's talking about um all kinds of crazy stuff. Like he shut the country down from China when he really didn't. Uh, he keeps calling it the China virus. He jokes and call it well, he wasn't joking, but he calls it Kung flu. What in the world? How is a U.S. president going to be making uh, a racial remark <laughs> involving a pandemic? It doesn't matter where the pandemic came from. If you're supposed to be the leader of the free world, it is your job to ensure the safety of your citizens and not just the citizens that voted for you and love you and follow you like you're a God, but those who don't support you and those who don't vote for you. And I'm sorry. Every time I hear Joe Biden talking about that, how he's going to be the president for not only the people that voted for him, but the people that didn't vote for him as well. Like he sounds more and more presidential every day. All of those jabs about being sleepy, Joe, every time you heard Joe Biden talk, he sounded more and more energized and more and more focused. And yeah, he might trip up over some of his words, but the man was a stutterer when he was younger. He had an issue that he had to overcome. And sometimes that stuff rears its head when you get flustered, when you get upset, when you get emotional, which is why during the first debate, uh, they got it on record that Chris Christie actually encouraged Donald Trump to continue to interrupt Joe Biden and to continue to say things that would emotionally get to him because he knew that might trigger his stuttering situation, his, his stuttering pattern. So it didn't sound like it worked, by the way. But anyway, this guy's supposed to be the leader of the free world. He's supposed to be protecting us as citizens, whether we voted for him or not. And he's just checked out like he's just done. We, we've only seen him on uh, Veterans Day when he came out and laid the wreath at the at the grave site. But he hasn't been in any press conferences. He hasn't talked. It seems like he hasn't done anything except for sign this executive order, stopping people from investing any in any Chinese companies that might be controlled by the Chinese government. So it seems like our president is checked out, guys. So we're kind of on our own until whatever whatever happens i mean he's still insisting that he's gonna win that he's winning by a landslide uh there's even gonna be a rally like a march in dc i believe this weekend for his supporters that is supposed to be the million maga march i mean wh where did they get that idea from i mean good lord they can't come in with their own thing the million man march was what was it like 25 years ago now where wow like a million black men marched on dc about injustice and and equality and things of that nature um and now the maga the maga cult wants to march in kind of the same fashion i don't think there's gonna be a million of them but you know there might be you never can tell so anyway this election unfortunately is far from over uh and it's just we need a leader <laughs> we need some valid leadership in this country and right now we are not getting it right now i think trump is showing himself to be the sore loser the the 
the the teenager, the little baby throwing a temper tantrum that's becoming more and more evident every day. And I'm sorry if there's some people that out here that like Donald Trump, but even if you support Donald Trump, like like there's got to be a point where you look at some of the stuff that he says and does and is like, "Wow, this is like way over the top. Like this is crazy." I mean, come on now. I mean, you're talking to a guy who listens to not only CNN and Wolf Blitzer and Don Lemon, but I also listen to Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens because I want to get other perspectives. I want to see the other side. Yes, I might be left leaning, but some of the stuff that Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens says I like and I agree with because it's the truth. Now, I don't agree with everything that they say, just like I don't agree with everything that comes out on CNN, but like it's that's to me, one of the qualities of leadership, being able to see both sides and then still making a decision after you have enough information. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about some outstanding leadership qualities. And if you are in a position of leadership yourself, say you have a business or if you're at a job and you're maybe the boss or the supervisor or a manager or something like that, Maybe you can see some of these qualities in yourself and strive for the ones that you might not be emulating because this is universal. It doesn't matter what business you're in. It doesn't matter how big your position is. Outstanding leadership qualities, that's kind of a universal thing. And I'm going to give you a couple of them. So let me take a quick break and I will be right back with you guys. Hey everybody, DeCourcy Williams here and I have a quick question for you. Are you interested in wine? Do you enjoy drinking a glass every now and again? Have you ever gone to the grocery store and just been overwhelmed with the amount of selections that you can choose from? Well, I think I may have a solution for you. Let me introduce you to Wine Ambassador. Wine Ambassador's vision is to become the number one wine club in the world through word of mouth marketing. If you click on the link in the show notes description, you'll be taken to an area where you can learn a little bit more about this amazing company. We have different ways that you can be a part of this company and you can earn wine for free. And on top of that, you can earn a pretty sizable income as well. So if you're interested in turning your love of wine into a profitable business, you can contact me on Instagram under Corsi the Wine Lover or just send me a message here on the podcast. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions for you. Thank you very much. Well, hello everybody. Thank you very much for sticking with me. Welcome back. And this particular episode of the podcast, uh, I'm talking about success from a leadership standpoint, and I'm going to go over some outstanding leadership qualities that I think is universal, no matter if you're running the country or if you're running a business or even if you're running your own household. Now, when you talk about success, uh, another a shameless plug for the Uplifting Words Mastermind Productivity Journal, by the way. I think it's a good idea to write down success for you. What your idea of success is going to be, first of all, where you want to go, how you want to get there, uh, are the things that you're going to need to bring along with you on this journey. So under success, you need to highlight the fact that you need to have high performance, high performance in whatever it is that, it, that you're doing high performance in whatever it is that you're going to use to get you to your goal of success, whatever that might be. Uh, Then underneath that, 
You're going to need emotional engagement. Your emotional engagement is what's going to connect you to that high performance. That's going to be what's going to drive you when times are bleak, when things don't look like they're going in your direction. You're going to need that emotional engagement. And then on the very first rung of the success ladder, what I call it, you have to have the skill, basic the, the, the basic skills that are needed to be able to do anything. Now, your skills, that's going to be your base. Like I said, that's going to grow and expand. All of these are going to grow and expand. But once you get your set of skills down for your particular field, whatever it is that you're doing, you want to make sure that you continually add to it little by little. Now, I'm not going to get into the debate of the the one person being in a leadership skill, uh, a leadership role, have rather having all of the skills or outsourcing some of those skills to somebody that's a lot better than you because you know there are some people that believe that the person in charge needs to do everything Uh, i don't subscribe to that i subscribe to the person in charge needs to know a little bit about everything but surrounding yourself with the people that do know how to get certain specialized things done um so anyway So you need your skill to start off, your skills. You need that emotional engagement. Uh, Another word for that could be your why. You might have heard me on this podcast before talking about your reasons for doing what it is you're doing. That's that emotional engagement. And then you need that high performance. You need to attack it as if there's no tomorrow. You need to attack your goal every day as as if this is going to be your last day on this planet. And then that'll lead you to that success. So whatever success is going to be for you, let me give you three really quick tips of being that exceptional leader, Uh, because at certain points, you are going to have to depend on other people. There's going to be other people involved in getting to your goal. So at some point in time, you are going to have to take over the mantle of being a leader in some way, shape or form. Uh, I can tell you really quick that uh, my years of working in the restaurant industry, I normally find myself being kind of in a leadership role or a supervisor or a trainer or something like that. Um, and, and that's because when I read these these tips, these these tricks of being a, a true leader, basically what I read it from, I, I could see all of the things that I do just in the kitchen uh, that kind of leads others to see me as the person to follow. Um, And I don't say that to toot my own horn. That's just kind of how it's been. Like every restaurant, every job that I've had, it's kind of been I end up in a supervisory role, kind of whether I want to or not. (laughs) It just kind of happens. Um, And anybody who's seen me cook in a kitchen, you know how passionate I am about uh, cooking and uh, cooking a lot of food at once. Apparently is something that not a lot of people can do. I just, you know, it's one of those things that I do that I do. And it's kind of easy for me. And I guess I kind of took it for granted, but a lot of people, when they see me cooking and I'm kind of cooking large volumes of food at once, it's kind of like a a thing that people like to see or they admire, they look up to. And um, like if you work in a restaurant industry, you know what I'm talking about, being able to handle a whole bunch of tasks at once. Uh, But for me, that's something that I kind of can do in my sleep. It's not something that I really have to devote too much mental power to, which is probably why I can get a lot of it done at once. But anyway. Leadership quality number one, Uh, very obvious. You want to be the example. You want to do the things that you expect others to do and grow from. So, for example, and that's not just talking about a particular job. That's also talking about uh, doing some personal development. Uh, If you need to physically get yourself under under control, be the person that does that first. 
if you need to read certain types of books that'll take you in a certain direction or get certain specialized knowledge, you be the first person to do it. You be the example. You be the one to go out and show other people what they should be doing in order to level their own game up. So that's number one. Be the example. Number two, uh, you can extend your hand, but don't pick up and carry people. That's that whole saying about if you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a day. No, if you what is it? I can't even remember the saying, but y'all know what I'm talking about. If you teach, if you fish for somebody, they only eat for a day. But if you teach them how to fish, they'll feed themselves for a lifetime. That type of thing. Like if you're in a leadership role, you have to learn how to delegate to other people and have them do specific tasks. If they do not complete the task that you want from them, then you got a couple of options. You can either sit down with them and explain to them in greater detail of what you want done or you can make that decision on whether or not you want to invest any more energy into that particular person, i.e. letting them go or firing them or having them not be a part of whatever your your goal is. Now, uh, if you're doing that and if you're like the head of the household, say, for instance, um, you, you can't really just fire people. <laughs> it's got to be a constant. Like if you want your children involved, if you want your spouse involved, that's going to be some tinkering. That's going to be some face to face conversations that might be uncomfortable, but it's necessary for what I'll call the greater good. But like I said, you can extend your hand, you can extend the help, you can offer yourself as kind of a guide, but you can't do it for them. You can't pick them up and carry them. If people do not take your hand, like I said, that is when you decide on whether you want to continue investing energy and time into that person in that situation, or if you just want to cut ties. So the third outstanding leadership quality, praise the behavior that you want to see more of. And I'm starting to know, I notice a lot of, uh, of child psychologists or people that are, that deal with raising children. They say, they say, do this instead of like disciplining bad behavior. They say, I mean, of course, discipline like bad behavior, but put more emphasis on praising the behavior that you want to see. Give them the high fives and the kudos and the attaboys for the stuff that's good. Number one, that'll create that 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 feeling of, of belonging, that feeling of self-worth. It won't tear people down. And number two, it'll get them craving that more. So they'll continue to do that right thing instead of doing the wrong thing so much. They'll continue to seek out that praise. They'll continue to seek out that validation as long as you continue to praise what you want to see. Um, another good another good saying that I've heard is if you give a person a crutch, they'll learn to limp. Even if that person is of well of, uh, of sound mind and body. So what we need in these turbulent times is what's called a human servant mission. So a lot of times when you're in a role of leadership, uh, like say if you're in a job, if you're working at a business or whatever, uh, a lot of people think that the the customer is the end all be all of what you need. But a lot of leaders are, are starting to realize that it's their team. It's their squad. It's their employees. It's the people that they have to work with on a daily basis. If you keep them happy, those people will keep the customers happy. I was reading a report about uh, the businesses that have been shut down. Um, and a lot of them, the decline was happening before COVID. 
So the businesses that are that have shut down, a lot of them, unfortunately, are not coming back. There's a lot of businesses that is hanging on by a thread right now. But several restaurants that I read about their decline started years ago. And a lot of time just started because of laxed services of uh, uh of not paying attention to stuff like cleanliness, of having poor customer service, or you know, changing recipes of, of food items or, or changing prices of menu items, things like that. But um, a lot of that, the main thread that I saw on a lot of the reasons that restaurants are on, a lot of restaurants are in decline is because of their customer service. And that comes from uh, people not treating their employees like human beings. I know it's very easy to get into the 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 everyday workings of running a business. But when you're in a leadership position, you got to realize that you're dealing with human beings and human beings are not machines. They're not uh, they're not dogs like you can't just order people around all the time. Like there's got to be some sort of give and take. And that's that leader servant uh, mentality that a lot of I'll call new age leaders are developing. Uh, like the ways that businesses and, and things were run back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and even the 90s, that stuff is no longer valid. Uh, when it comes to raising children, people have finally learned that you can't be that parent that says, do what I, do what I say and not as I do. Uh, that's, that's crazy. Uh, another quick story that when I was young, my mom smoked. She smoked cigarettes heavily. Uh, like I remember like back in the day, I could run across the street to 7-Eleven with a handwritten note from her uh, that would allow me to purchase cigarettes on her behalf. And I think I was, how old was I? 12, 13, 14, somewhere in that area. I was young, but she would have me run to the store, buy her cigarettes. She would write a note and give me the money. I would give the note to the cashier and they would be like, okay, yeah, you can, you can buy these cigarettes. So she smoked heavily, always told me not to smoke, always said, don't smoke. This is a disgusting habit. You're going to hate it. Don't ever smoke. What happened when I got 19, 20, 21? I smoked and I smoked heavily. I smoked Newports and I didn't stop until I started to cough up black crap. <laughs> I don't know what I was coughing up, but it was one of those things where I like quit cold turkey, actually. Like the first time that I coughed something up, like when I woke up in the morning, I was like, nope, I'm done with that. Because, of course, it was burning. It was hurting and all that good stuff. But. It was that whole she thought that do as I say and not as I do would work. Well, that's not how it goes, because that's not how we learn. We pick up our habits by watching the stuff that we see and not the stuff that we hear. So if you want to be that effective leader, number one, you have to be the example. You have to set the example. You have to take the actions that you want to see other people taking. You can extend your hand, but don't carry anybody across any finish lines. You got to let people figure stuff out for their own. Number three, praise the good behavior that you want to see more of. So with that, that's what I got for you guys. Hope you were able to get some value out of that. And I hope you were able to see like if you're in a role of being a leader or if you want to be a leader uh, in some way, someday, in some uh, form or fashion, that you kind of take those tips, take them to heart. And, uh, you know, when you start to rate people that you admire, that you look up to or people that you consider leaders, do you see any of those qualities in them? And how many of those qualities do you see in yourself? Now, that's that's only three. There's a whole host of other things that kind of 
makes a leader a leader. But I just wanted to give the bare bones, the minimum first steps that people could take if they wanted to be an effective leader. So thank you guys very much for joining me. I want to invite you to join me on my uh, Instagram page, Corsi the Wine Lover, where I talk about my love of wine and explore some uh, new bottles that I get a chance to try. Uh, thanks to Wine Ambassador, the incredible wine, wine of the month club that I'm a part of. Uh, I'll leave links to that to, down in the show notes. If you want to take a look at them, find out how you can get some free wine and earn an income. Uh, don't forget, you can follow me on Facebook. Just look up to Corsi Williams. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and come back. Share it out to anybody that you think needs any of this information. Uh, and if you so feel inclined, you can become a donor to help further my mission of uh, spreading out joy and positivity and motivation to the world through this podcast. So thank you guys very much. Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I pray that everything you touch turns to gold. And I will see you guys in the next one.